Oh, okay. All right. One second. Just need a drink. Okay, wait. Episode seven. We are here. Um, and uh, sorry for being late. Let's just get right into it. Uh, actually, if we could take, so we could take a little breather. <laughs> One second. All right, how are we? <laughs> Episode seven, uh, 007. Really, if we're assuming we're gonna get to three digits. 007, <laughs> James Bond. Um, am I right? Okay. Okay, off to a rocky start on this one. Um, let's get into... Uh, I have a I have an ice cream update for you. All right. Well, you I hope you'll enjoy that one. Cause so far, sorry, I just need another drink. Okay. Um. Last week on the podcast, uh, I talked about how we we had too much ice cream. My mother had been going to a store called uh, NQR. Not quite right. Uh, where their ice creams, apparently, and a whole host of other things are absolute bargain basement prices. Cheap as chips. And uh, I, hear the, I hear their chips are pretty cheap, so uh, quite the deal there. And my mum had been not only buying ice creams, but damn near hoarding ice creams. We only have the one freezer, so there is a limit to how much you can hoard, but... I mean, she was she was doing her darndest. This was dangerously close to hoarding behavior. It got to the point where I was I, I couldn't keep up with the ice creams anymore. She kept buying ice creams. All of them were vegan, so specifically for me, I couldn't handle it. I'd started to have to exercise. It was was quite uh, honestly a debacle. Now, one week later, bit of an update. We're out of ice cream. I mean, unbelievable scenes at the household. I don't know how it happened. Uh, well, actually, I do know how it happened. I, I ate them all. Um, that's pretty much that's pretty much the narrative. We had ice creams. I ate them all. We don't have any ice creams. That was the progression. But I'm still coming to terms with how that was impossible. There were so many ice creams. I churned through them. I, I didn't think I'd say it. Certainly, if you told me I'd say it last week, I wouldn't have believed you, but I miss those creams. I really do. We are fresh out of ice cream, and I think I'm having withdrawal symptoms. I've never had that much ice cream and then have it all taken away from me. I'm out of ice creams. I'm at a loss. I don't know what to do, but there is help at hand. In fact, as we speak... My dad is headed to NQR. You heard that right. My father. Not my mother. My father. This, this ice cream obsession, it's a, it's a sickness. It's a virus that is infecting this family. Prior to this day, I don't know if my dad's ever been shopping before. I think this might be the first time 
The ice creams have pushed him to the brink and he needs those creams. Well, so do I. Count me in. If he's got the virus, then so do I. I'll be there next week. I didn't even know shopping was a possibility. I've certainly never done it. But, I mean, we're opening ourselves up to a world of possibilities here. Shopping. Who knew? (laughs) So, (laughs) Dad's gone to get ice creams. He said he'll be back soon. This was the conversation we had at dinner last night. A real conversation. I, Dad said, guess where I'm going tomorrow? Pretty exciting. And I said, I bet it isn't. We're in lockdown. And he said, oh, you better believe it is. I'm going to NQR. I said, hold your horses. <laughs> We're out of ice creams. I don't think this is a coincidence, Dad. <laughs> what are you going to buy? And he said, what kind of a question is that? I said, the regular kind. He said, ice cream. Ice cream, Ruben. I'm going to get that ice cream. So just to be clear, my dad is going shopping, not to like the local supermarket, by the way, which I'm pretty sure also sells ice creams. (laughs) Last time I checked, uh, which was never because I've never been shopping, but... I do hear the local supermarket sells ice creams. And he's not going there. He's going to NQR to buy ice creams and nothing else. Have I mentioned it's winter? Spring has not yet sprung, but in my family, it's ice cream season. It's more ice cream season than it's ever been. So he'll be home. Once I, I mean, pr- probably by the time I finish this podcast, we'll be full to the brim with ice creams. And I cannot wait. Sky Radio, that is a radio sweeper from the Netherlands. We play those to break up the segments of the podcast. Don't ask why. I am sick and tired of explaining it. Even though, quite frankly, uh, I if I had just started explaining it when I started complaining about explaining it, I would have been um, I would have been finished by now. But it's it's sometimes you just don't want to do the thing. It's not about how long it takes. Now, last week I launched a segment called Confession. Uh, where I uh, hear your confessions. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, you write in to me. You let me know what's on your mind, what you need to get off your chest. Um, confess your sins. Confess your crimes, be it they yesterday or five years ago. I will hear them. And uh, I may judge you for them. I mean, that's not usually probably what a priest would do, but I am, am no stranger to sin myself. Judgment is a sin. I'll try to remain impartial here, but uh, I mean, the Lord, the Lord does test me. This one comes in from Katie. Hi, Reuben. Just listened to the latest episode of the podcast and felt compelled to write a confession. Good. 
let the healing begin. My child. When I was 11 or 12, I was part of the Servers Guild at church. No idea what that is. Um, Moving on. I was being a candle bearer on Good Friday, and I was very bored during the service, and I had an overwhelming urge to lean forward into the flame because I impulsively wanted to watch my hair catch fire. (laughs) I have ADHD, you don't say. And this is one of my most embarrassing, impulsive decisions I've ever made. Anyway, I told everyone that it was an accident, but I still feel guilty about lying. Now I'm forever known as the girl who lit her hair on fire. Shamefully, Katie. Katie, I'll tell you this. It is better to be known as the girl who accidentally lit her hair on fire than the girl who deliberately lit her hair on fire. I mean, I think that is pretty clear to you and I think that's why you made the decision and if I can be honest with you I want to absolve you of your sins I really don't think you did much wrong here yes you did lie but it is a victimless crime here no one is impacted by you lying about why you lit your hair on fire but lying is wrong and you are right to feel a little sense of guilt about it especially if you're still religious I mean, lest we forget the Ten Commandments. (laughs) Am I right? Thou shalt not lie. And uh, thou shalt not deliberately light their hair on fire. I think God was pretty clear about that one. And he was pretty clear uh, with about what he would do with people that committed those sins. But you have confessed. Sounds like you've repented as well. And um, I absolve you of your sins. On this podcast, at least. In the, in the eyes of the Lord, I don't have a lot of power. But I'm praying for you. Fingers crossed, at the very least. Am I right? I mean, I can't do much, but I'll cross it. I'll cross it. Look, I'm crossing my fingers right now. Let's Led, Ze- <laughs> Let's Led Zeppelin this thing. Because <laughs> um, <clears throat> Led Zeppelin wrote Stairway to Heaven. Okay, forget about it. Moving on. From... Or maybe not. Maybe I should have bleeped that. We'll find out soon. Two confessions to make. Let's read the first one here. When I was of young age, I went over to my best friend's house for a spa day. Um, This extravagant day included clay face masks, painting nails, and salt foot baths. Now, I don't know exactly what she means by young age. By By the rest of the story that we're about to get to, I would put her age at... Couldn't be more than 14. Um, and she's she's having an extravagant day of face masks, nail painting, and foot baths. Forget the sin you're about to confess. How about gluttony? One of the seven deadly sins. You ever consider you might be guilty of that one? This is textbook glutton behavior. Please repent. Moving on. When my friend had stepped out for a moment, and in an incredibly dumb fit of curiosity... I decided to throw multiple handfuls of salt into her fish tank to see if the fish could survive, slash were half salt water fish, half fresh water. Well, I'll tell you right now, there's no such thing. Um, Fish are not bred to survive multiple conditions. They did not survive. I hope you weren't waiting with bated breath to find out what was going to happen at the end of that story. Um, 
The fish are dead. Thou shalt not kill is on the list. You've got blood on your hands, or at the very least, salt water. But, I hear your confession. I I accept your apology. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, actually, now that I'm looking at it, at no point does she <laughs> apologize for this story. So, I mean, I guess you get, you get out what you put in. Uh, and you haven't put a lot in, but repent, that would be my suggestion. Next confession here from Will. Hey Ruben, I was assembling a bedside table today. I was feeling good, confident even. Maybe too confident. I glanced over the instructions and to my horror I realised I had made a horrible mistake. Before I screwed on the top of the bedside table, I was meant to add small cylinder wood pieces to connect the table and the body of the table. Uh, so I think, they, I think they're called Dowel, if I'm picturing it right. I skipped this step, <laughs> and I couldn't go back to add them because I'd already screwed it on. I mean, pretty simple pretty simple solution to this one. Unscrew it, Will. You screwed it. You screwed it up, now screw it down. I'm very worried about the structural integrity of my bedside table and understand the great harm that it could cause me if it fell. <laughs> what? How tall is your bedside table, right? The bedside table, I assume, is designed to be bed bed height. It can't be taller than your bed. Then it's not really a bedside table because you, you can't you can't put things on it when you're lying in bed. So I don't foresee I don't foresee much of a disaster if it does fall here. Uh, however, Will Will claims to be living in a constant state of fear and anxiety. Will, I I really think that if that is true, then you just you just go back. I you you seem to almost have connected the dots on this one. But the solution is actually it's staring you in the face. Will, it's either actually a problem, and you redo it, or it's not a problem because it's not going to fall on you. It could. At, at the very worst, I guess it could fall on your foot. It depends how scared you are about that. But those were the confessions. Thanks for writing in. Contact at rubensolo.com if you would like to confess something to me. And I do love reading them all. Even though uh, I couldn't get to them all this week, wanted to keep the segment relatively brief. Having said that, I do have something of my own to confess. Three weeks ago, I did an ad read for a fake company. Now, I've already come clean about that one. That's not the confession. You all know about that. It was a joke. It was a bit. Hardy ha ha. Trillivate. The week after that, two weeks ago today, I did an ad read for another company, Salutable, and I swore to you that, that this one was real. It wasn't, okay? Bomb drop sound effect, etc., etc. You probably cottoned on to that one. But I do have to confess it, and I do have to make it clear because here's the thing, and honestly, you're not gonna be- <laughs> you're not gonna believe me. But during the week, I got an actual sponsorship offer. Put me in a little bit of a tricky spot. They said, Ruben, you've got to keep st- <laughs> You gotta stop doing these fake ad reads. 
I said, fair enough. They said, we're not going to pay you the full thing until we see some numbers because honestly, we just, we think people are going to not believe it. So I said, fine, I'll do it. I'll do a whole thing about it. I'll make it clear. And I'll say, listen, guys, you actually got to get on board this one um, because otherwise I don't get paid the whole thing. And listen, guys, I know I've probably got a little bit more work to do on the convincing front because I know what you're thinking. And I know I said this last week. And I know you think I would do it again because I think that's funny and I would still say that this is real and it's not real. But guys, you got to believe me. I know... I'm the boy that cried wolf. I recognize that. And I'm crying wolf again this week. I won't deny it. But this time, there's a goddamn wolf. All right? Look over the horizon. Set your sights at that foul beast. That's a wolf. He's coming, he's coming down the hill and you're going to get bit. Unless you run for your lives. Arms up in the air. Scream at the top of your lungs. There's a real goddamn wolf, I swear to God. And I know that the moral of the story is that you shouldn't cry wolf. I'm well aware of that. But we also learned that those farmers looked like absolute idiots when there was actually a wolf. They got eaten. They got torn to shreds. You got to believe me. There's a wolf. This is a real sponsorship. Okay. Without further ado, I would like to thank StereoCycle for sponsoring the show. See? Doesn't that sound like an actual brand? Stereocycle. Um, bicycles for your ears. Stereocycle are pretty new to the game and they're disrupting the market. In 2016, Katie Longbrook sat down and she had an idea. She thought bicycles. What do people love about bicycles? They're fast, they're efficient, they're sleek. Come in a lot of varieties. They're eco-friendly. Let's take all that Let's take all that, let's package that up and do it for your ears. Bicycles for your ears. Enough said. Uh, top quality products. They sent me some over the week. I've been using them and uh, I couldn't, honestly couldn't be happier. So uh, check them out. Bicycles for your ears. Stereo cycle. Uh, use my code. Um, it's not Solo H. They, uh, I wanted to do Solo H. I thought that'd be kind of funny because I did it for two fake ad reads. They said, obviously, we don't want to be associated with the fake ad reads. I said, fair enough. Um, and so the code is bicycles for your fucking ears. Um, I honestly don't know why they chose that code. I said, are you sure you want the swear word in there? And they said, yep, that's sort of pretty on brand for us. I was like, all right, fine. So bicycles for your fucking ears for 20% off and free shipping. Stereocycle. Support the brands that support the show. I really mean it. I want that revenue. Bring daddy the cash. Stereocycle. Thanks Thanks for uh, supporting the show. And now for a musical interlude. Podcast is over. That's, That's the, the end. end. I mean, shame on you. Right? Podcast is over, guys. 
Podcast is over, guys. Stop Podcast listening. Is over, guys. Podcast is over, guys. That's the end. dive into a story that uh, I was going to tell two weeks ago and then I think it got bumped because I wanted to talk about the Olympics, which was topical at the time and uh, didn't tell it last week and probably was just never going to tell it. Uh, But now we're in lockdown or still are in lockdown and it's getting pretty grim. So we got lockdown leftovers for you and you're not going to complain about it, okay? Sometimes mum's a little too busy to cook a fresh meal and you still love her anyway, okay? And you go to the fridge and you get out the egg salad, which has not aged well. In fact, the eggs might be off at this point, but you chow down on them anyway, all right? Because you love your mother and she's had a hard day and she she couldn't make a fresh batch tonight. But guess what? Tomorrow night we're having pasta. Uh, And somehow that is related to this story that I'm about to tell you. So I'm on one of the dating apps. And uh, I, myself, uh, don't don't use the dating apps very much. Here's here's generally my policy. Because a lot of people really hate the dating apps. And totally fair. Uh, But I think I've hacked the system a little bit. And I'll tell you how. Basically... I don't send any likes. I just wait for the likes to roll in, baby. I don't send them out because I'm afraid of rejection. And I can't handle it. So So I just wait for them to come in. It's a little nice ego boost every time you get a little notification that you got a like. Uh, Now, granted... I'm not going on a lot of dates. So if dating is the main goal of being on the dating apps, uh, this you probably will not want to employ this strategy. But uh, I think it's pretty good. And even though people say, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, fine. Totally fine with me. Because you know what they don't tell you is sometimes when you miss a shot that you do take, the ball rebounds and hits you in the face. It's not a pleasant feeling. So I'd actually much rather just not take any shots. And if someone piffs one in my direction, maybe I'll catch it. So I was talking to this girl. And here's where we pick up the action. She says something about how she's teaching. We'll call her Stephanie. Make up a fake name. Uh, and then she says something about board games in relation to something I said about board games. And then I say, oh, nice, blah, 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 blah. Are you going back to in-person teaching this week? Yes. Yeah. Uh, And then I say something about how I used to coach gymnastics and I say another little thing about board games. So a little bit to reply to. It's not not a particularly long message, but there's stuff to sink your teeth into if she wants to engage. She writes back. Yeah, back to in-person tomorrow morning. 
that's it. So I'm thinking, okay, well, that's conversation's over, and that's fine. Happens all the time on dating apps. She's clean up, particularly interested. She's written back a message, but nothing to go off there. Sure. Um, but I'm on the app at the time. I've, I'm reading the message, and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to send something anyway. I write, Godspeed, Stephanie. You teach those kids. And that one's just for me, you know, because we are all in this dating hellscape together. Sometimes you got to amuse yourself. You got to put a smile on your own face. That one's just for me. Absolutely no expectation of getting a response from that. As far as I'm concerned, we've both essentially just admitted that this conversation is over and that's fine. Next day, I get a response. (laughs) Ha ha, thanks. X. We're back on. I can't believe it. How did we end up here? The there was nary an ember in this fire when I went to bed. I took some rubbish and I scrunched it up and I threw it in the embers. Wake up next morning, fire's back. Okay. Does lockdown mean back to work for you too? Is her question. All right, no, I'm actually self-employed as of a couple of weeks ago. So just been doing my own thing at home, which has been cool and thankfully not impacted by lockdown. This is obviously a couple of weeks ago, so we are we're just coming out of lockdown at this point. Now, I could have probably asked a question there. In fact, uh, if I was really interested in this girl, I probably would have, you know, tried to let's keep this thing going, hit hit her with another question, stoke that flame. Um, but that's that's where I left it. She writes back, "Oh, cool. What is it you do?" To which I don't respond at all, which is look my bad, but. I think I was actually going to respond and then it had been two days and I just kind of forgot about it and then I was like, oh, it's too late now. <laughs> Which is pretty much the attitude you should have to love. Um, it's too late. <laughs> so no response from me. We haven't, been ta- we haven't talked much, only just a handful of messages really back and forth here. Five days later, she writes, hey, would you be interested in grabbing a drink sometime this week? Talk about a plot twist. You know what I've done? I accidentally played hard to get. And I've never done it before because, I mean, quite honestly, I think it's a bit of a shitty thing to do and it it doesn't work. But apparently it does. I just didn't respond my way into getting a date. So then we got a drink and uh, we, we, just got, we literally got one drink. I got one drink because I was like, listen, if I have any more, I may not make it home um, because I drink so infrequently that I can get blackout drunk off three ciders. So I was like, let's just wrap it up at one here. Uh, we stayed out a little bit longer, but I just had one drink and then uh, drove home. Uh, it was a good thing my car was there because I could barely walk. I was I was I was quite the mess, inebriated as hell. Barely made it to the car, but once I was in, locked and load, steady hands, drove it home. Uh, had had quite a had actually a bit of a bit bit of bad luck on the way home. I um, hit nine red lights. 
like the actual trailer, I hit the traffic light, totaled the car nine times. Um, so, but only only two pedestrians. So, that's a PB. Radio Company. And we're back, and I don't have a final segment. Thank you for listening. Podcasts over. Give yourself a round of applause. Come on. I feel like quite the goose when it's just me. Please drop what you're doing. Give yourself a round of applause. Just clap. Just even even if you're in a sort of a busy place, just just little tiny, just little tiny claps. Just do it for me. Uh, and then and then take those hands, wave them in the air, like you just don't care. Put them back in your pockets. Stand up if you're not already standing up, and uh, walk to the kitchen. And then make yourself. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then I'll, I'll wait here. Just pause the podcast. Great. Now you've made the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Delicious. <laughs> Am I right? And now throw it in the bin. Throw it in the bin. Because I told you to. And then support me on Patreon. Because I told you to. And quite frankly, I need the cash. Uh, and then tell a friend about the podcast. And uh, new sketch out. Depending on when you're listening to this, it's coming out Friday evening, Australian time. Uh, so Good Cop, Rad Cop. It's probably the uh, probably the most difficult thing logistically I've ever had to do. At least uh, sketch comedy wise. It was, uh, it was quite the challenge to, to act, particularly to act and also just to plan out how it was going to work and film it and stuff, but quite proud of it. Uh, people really liked Good Cop, Sad Cop, which was great. So I did another one, Good Cop, Rad Cop. It's uh, probably just as good. Uh, so get around it. I think you'll enjoy it. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Did I already say that? Well, uh, if I did, then I guess you have to tell two friends now. Sucked in. The podcast is over. That's That's the the end. I mean, shame on you. Podcast is over, guys. Podcast is over, guys. Stop listening. That's the end. things up.